0: Well, hello there. Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield, and I'm thrilled that you're here today. So you probably know that I just launched my brand new program, Digital Course Academy, shout out to all my brand new, amazing new students. You guys are already doing big things and asking great questions and getting in there and doing the work. So I am so excited to be on this journey with you. So I had to give a little shout out to my DCA members. But if you were to ask any of them what I'm a stickler at, like the most, what I talk about over and over again, beyond course creation, beyond list building, beyond webinars, the one thing I talk about the most, and any of my students can tell you this, is the fact that you must be creating consistent content on a weekly basis. It's a must, The reason I'm such a stickler about this is that in order to have a thriving online business, you must create content to help you attract your tribe. This is how they're initially going to find you. And so when I talk about consistent content, it might be a weekly blog, weekly podcast, a weekly video show, whatever it is, your content needs to get out there and it needs to get out there consistently. So a few years back, my own business took a significant turn for the better when I stopped only creating content in the empty cracks of time that I had left at the end of the day. So I would have a podcast maybe one week and then things would get busy and I wouldn't podcast for weeks and then I'd scramble to get another one together. There was no regularity at all. And since I was not showing up for my audience regularly, they were not a loyal tribe. They weren't waiting to hear from me. They weren't tuning in on a regular basis. I was not top of mind with them. So when I began creating consistent weekly content, my email list grew quickly and in turn I saw a significant increase in my overall revenue. I'm telling you right now, there's a direct correlation between the quality of your content, the growth of your email list, and your bank account. Direct correlation. So in my case, like I said, it was a weekly podcast episode. For you, it might be your weekly blog, or you might be doing weekly Facebook Lives and then downloading them from Facebook and uploading them and embedding them Onto your own blog so that it lives on your website, which is important. We can't be building our businesses on social media. We need to take that content and make sure it's on our website or our blog as well. So, creating consistent content on a weekly basis is not always easy and it takes time. In fact, I'm recording this episode on a Saturday. Now, I'm not a big advocate for weekend work, although you do you, you work whenever you want to work and how you work best, but I'm doing this on a Saturday because I batch my podcasts, I do six in a row and we had just gotten done launching and things were really busy and I didn't wanna get behind and I want to make sure that rain or shine, my podcast comes out, like I've made a commitment, I am a podcaster who podcasts weekly. That's my identity. And so because of that, sometimes it means that I'm podcasting on the weekend. And so it's important for me that I'm committed to this. And I want you to have that level of commitment as well. It will pay dividends in the success of your business. That I know for sure. So the question is, how do you make sure this weekly content actually gets done? You've got to come up with the topics that your audience will like, there's likely research involved, and you've got to make time to sit down and actually create the content. Oh yeah, and then life happens and throws your schedule off. That's when your content creation takes a backseat. And if you're being honest, that's when your business takes a backseat to everything else that's popping up in your life. It happens. It's not good. It's not the way you want to run your business, but it is normal. And so I want to put it out there, but then I want you to plan for it and say, I know it's normal. I know it happens, but I'm going to have a plan so that I can make sure that I pivot quickly and get back on track. So how do you make that happen? You plan for it. And that's exactly what we're going to do in this episode. So did you know that 60% of marketers don't have any sort of content plan? 60%. That's a whole lot of people with big ideas, big dreams and goals, but they're missing a key factor to their ultimate success, a plan for their content creation. So if you're listening to me today and you're in that 60%, no judgment, my friend, because the tides are about to change and you're going to be stepping over to the other side of that 60% deal. All right. I'm waiting for you over here. Come on. So today, I'm going to show you a simple system to make this entire content planning and creation process so much easier. You're going to learn how to create a three-month content calendar and fill it up with topic ideas all at once and in advance. And by doing so, you're going to take away the guesswork, the overwhelm, and the last-minute content creation stress that goes hand-in-hand with unplanned content. To be specific, you're going to walk away with three things today. Number one, a foolproof plan to create consistent content that will leave you feeling confident, excited, and inspired. My top five favorite ways to choose topics that your ideal customer avatar will want to eat up immediately. And I've created a place for you to keep it all organized in a three-month content calendar template. I've got it all laid out in a spreadsheet that you can take and make your own. All you have to do is follow the prompts and fill in the blanks and you're good to go. But before we jump in, I want to share a sweet iTunes listener review from David Trotter. Here's what he wrote. Without you, I'm not sure where I would be. Your podcast, List Building Course, and Digital Course Academy are inspiring and educating me all the time. Thank you for all the time and energy that you put into your resources. David, this literally makes my heart melt. I just wanted to tell you that you taking the time to reach out like that means the world to me. I love putting my time and energy into content when it's received in the way that you've said here. And so I'm so glad they serve as a way for you to learn new things and inspire you. So thanks again, David. And also, I'd love to hear from you, dear listener. So leave me a review in iTunes or a comment in my online marketing made easy free Facebook group, which I will link to in the show notes, and you may be hearing your name as a shout out in a future episode. Okay, I won't make you wait any longer. Let's go ahead and dive in. Okay. First, we're going to talk about content calendars. Your ultimate goal from this episode is to create a simple three month content calendar filled up with great topics. Now, in order to do that, let's reverse engineer that just a bit. And first talk about how you're going to create space in your busy schedule for your content calendar planning session. And then when we've done that, we'll dive into how you're going to find topics that your ideal reader or listener or video viewer will be excited to see come across their inbox and social media channel when you share your content. This is definitely going to be a note-taking session, so get out a pen and paper, my dear listener, because you're going to want to refer back to this. Now, if you're driving or if you're on the run in some capacity or another, then listen closely, and later, make sure to head on over to amyporterfield.com forward slash content calendar. So amyporterfield.com forward slash content calendar there, you'll find the show notes and you'll get all the details about how to download your three month content calendar template. It's free, of course, so that you can get started creating your calendar right away. All right. I want you to get your day planner or your digital calendar, whatever you use for your calendar. I want you to get that out and find a two hour block of time in the next five days where you can do your planning session. So I want you to give yourself two hours to do it and you're going to be actually creating the calendar in those two hours. Now, I want you to actually do this work in the next five days so that time doesn't get away from you and you don't actually do the work. Now, if you're so busy that you cannot find two consecutive hours on the calendar in the next five days, then break it up do one hour here and one hour there. Just make sure you do it. And don't you dare say, okay, I'm not going to actually plan the time on my calendar to get this done, but I promise I'll get it done in a few days. No, no, no. This is a non-negotiable. You and I both know that if it doesn't get scheduled, it will never happen. You owe it to yourself to block that time out. So two hours, That's what it's going to take to have multiple hours of free time where you're not scrambling to try to come up with content for your blog or your podcast or your videos. Good. Okay. So you've set the time in your calendar. Now here's what you're actually going to do with those two hours that you've planned. First, you're going to open up the three month content calendar template That I've created for you. So remember, go to amyporterfield.com forward slash content calendar. That's where you're going to get access to this three month template that you're going to use in terms of loading in all the dates and all the topics and a few other things that I'm going to share with you a little bit later. So first, you're going to go get that three month content calendar template. Second, you're going to add in the dates that you'll be publishing your weekly blog or podcast or video show content. There's a date column in the spreadsheet, so you just need to add in your specific dates, and I'm talking about the date that the actual content will go live. So we're working on a three-month plan, so that's roughly 12 dates that you'll be adding into your calendar. Think about that. You're just coming up with 12 topics, but the amount of time you're going to save by doing this exercise all at once will feel like you've just come up with a 100 topics. Believe me, it's a good feeling. So now you're ready to start choosing content topics and adding them to your content calendar. As topic ideas come in, let's say over the next few days, I suggest you grab a pad of paper or a Google Doc. And anytime you come up with a content idea, put it down on paper or in a Google Doc. Now, this is something you should make a habit. I constantly come up with ideas when I'm driving or when I'm working out or walking scout or whatever it might be. So because I typically have my phone with me in my phone, I have a notes doc that anytime I come up with an idea, I just throw the idea in the notes doc. So definitely get into the practice of doing that because next time you do your three month content calendar, you could have a huge running list just to pull from and fill up the calendar quickly. But because we're likely starting from scratch. If in the next few days before your two hour planning session, you come up with any great ideas for a blog post or whatever it is you're creating, make sure to write it down. And then in your two hour planning session, you can start pulling from that document and putting it into the template. Now I'm going to give you my five favorite ways to come up with topic ideas to fill up your three month content calendar. But if you've already had success with other ways to come up with ideas, by all means, use those strategies. Any way to come up with good topics is fine by me. I just want to make sure that you get those creative juices flowing. So with each of my five suggestions, I'm going to recommend a certain amount of time to complete the exercise because I don't want you going down any entrepreneurial rabbit holes, meaning you go down, 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 and you never come up air and you've wasted tons of time. So I actually want you to grab a timer, a physical timer or something on your phone, something that's going to make a beeping noise when time is up because the timer will help you stay focused and on task the whole time. Also, it will also help you stay within your two hour time limit that you've allotted for yourself. Good. Okay. So I'm going to go through the five ways to come up with topic ideas for your blog, your podcast, or your video show. Ready? Number one, set a timer for 10 minutes and brain dump topic ideas onto a physical piece of paper, or okay, you could use a Google doc. When you sit down to do this, picture your ideal customer and think about which topics would excite them or interest them. What do they want or need that you can provide for them? Where are they right now in their journey as it relates to what you offer in terms of your content? So how can you help them move along in the direction that they want to go? What content will help them right now? This is a free-flowing, rapid writing exercise. You're putting words down or maybe phrases or questions that they may be asking. That's another great thing. Think about the questions they ask. Maybe if you meet some of them in real life at an event or you do a Facebook Live and you do a and a after, what are the questions that they're asking? You can turn those into content just let it flow. No editing. You're not worrying about penmanship or grammar or anything like that. Don't worry if it's a good idea or bad idea. No judgment. This is the beauty of brain dumping. We're not looking for any kind of perfection here. This exercise is a really good way to begin your content calendar time, the two hours on the calendar, because it gets those creative juices flowing and will generally knock out any writer's block that you may have been experiencing. So even if you just come up with one really good topic, the 10 minutes will be worth it. Good? Okay. So if you just came up with 12 topics by doing exercise number one, then you don't need the next four I'm going to share with you, but you might. So let me give you number two. Set a timer for 20 minutes to perform the following task. Survey your audience by asking them what they want to learn about. So use something like a Google form and create two to five short questions that will help you to uncover topic ideas from your audience. I like to at least include a few open-ended questions when possible, so I can use my audience's exact words in my copy or in my weekly content titles. So I like them to actually tell me in their own words what they want from me. But you can also use a list of content topics and ask them to choose their top three favorites. So that's another way to use this survey. It's a good gauge as to where they're at right now and what they want from you. Now, if you create this survey, you could use it on social media and you can also, of course, use it to email your list. Even if you have a small list, still do this. Also, you can take a version of this. This is like part two. Don't just do this alone. But part two would be you could do some fun polls on Instagram or Facebook. So like Instagram stories, they have the polling feature. Do you like this or that? Which one do you like better? I would do a series of those as well, just to get some feedback. Now, if you don't yet have a big enough audience that is going to get enough responses from a survey, then I want to encourage you to go to someone else's blog or Facebook page or Instagram page or whatever that's in the same field as you that actually has a large audience and see what's resonating with their audience, looking in the comments of their social media platforms or looking in the comments of their specific blog posts can unearth a goldmine of topic ideas. Now, of course, you're not there to copy their content, but to find inspiration for what you can create with your own spin on it. So for example, if you're in the life coaching field and you go to your competitor's blog and you see that there are a lot of comments from the competitor's audience about overwhelm or decision fatigue or a need to overcome a certain fear, right there, you can take that topic and write about it on your own. Now, if you're thinking, wait, 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 shouldn't I be coming up with new ideas? Not necessarily. I love what Mark Twain said about new ideas. He said, there is no such thing as a new idea. It's impossible. We simply take a lot of old ideas and put them into a sort of mental kaleidoscope. We give them a turn and they make a new and curious combination. We keep on turning and making new combinations indefinitely but they are the same old pieces of colored glass that have been in use through all the ages. And I totally agree with Mr. Twain. Okay, number three. So we're moving on to the next strategy that you can use to come up with new topics for your 12 weeks of content for your blog, podcast, or video show. Good. That was hard for me to get out, but You get it. All right. So number three is set a timer for 15 minutes to take a look at your calendar. And depending on the season, where specific holidays fall or the types of activities that take place during a certain time of year. So when you do that, you're choosing themes for your content. So for example, you may be in the physical fitness world and you may theme December as a pre launch to the new year and then you theme January as new year, new you. So looking at the calendar allows you to identify themes. My friend Jasmine Starr does this really well. She has a really cool tool called Social Curator, where it's a subscription model of images and captions that you get every single month. So you actually have images to post on social media and I'm a member and I use all her images on my sales pages and slide decks for my programs and training courses for slide decks. I mean, it's really cool. Anyway, I love her images, amyporterfield.com forward slash social curator. I'll post it in the show notes. It's one of my favorite tools that my entire team uses every single month. But inside of her membership site, she finds themes like even something fun like, National Donut Day or National Sibling Day. And she uses these fun holidays that are actually on the calendar and she turns them into content. So you could do this as well with your blog or podcast or video show. So get creative here. Now, setting themes really helps you to narrow down and decide on topics that would entice your audience. So if you need some inspiration, Google holidays in the US or Canada or wherever your ideal audience lives. And once you've Googled that, Don't get stuck in the Google Vortex. So take a quick look and move on. This exercise should take you no longer than 15 minutes, but coming up with themes related to serious holidays like Christmas and New Year's or fun holidays like National Donut Day is always a great way to get inspired for content. Now, I know you're not going to write content around National Donut Day. That's just an example. But you really can get inspired if you start to look at the holidays and then think about some themes for each of your posts. So once you decide on your theme or themes for the three months in your content calendar, you then do another brain dump based on the themes to come up with your topics. So that's how it works. Now, here's another way to look at putting together themes for your content calendar. I do themes for my promotions. So here's an example. If I'm leading up to a promotion, I'll do what is called a 30-day ramp up. In the 30 days before my promotion, my theme is related to the course I'm going to sell. So when I sold Digital Course Academy, the 30 days leading up to that, so four podcast episodes, all focused on course creation and launching a course. So my theme was dictated by what I was going to sell in 30 days. I didn't tell my audience that I'm doing this topic because I'm going to sell a course. I just made sure that all the topics leading up to the promotion were aligned with what I plan to sell. So that's my 30-day ramp up. My Digital Course Academy students know this well. It's step number seven in your pre-launch runway. So just to give you a shout out, all my DCA students, you've heard this before, but for my podcast listeners, that's one way you can create a theme. If you're going to promote soon, your theme is what are the topics that would align well with whatever it is you're going to promote? Okay, So it's a little bit more of a sophisticated way to do it and it works. Moving on to exercise number four, set a timer for 30 minutes and look back at what you've created in the past that has really resonated with your audience. Look at their comments. What was shared in the most popular social media posts that you've done? So. Choose a topic or two that you can expand on or shed a new light with that topic or dive deeper or put a different spin on it. So basically what you're doing is you're going back to all the content you've already created and find out what resonated the most. What was the most popular? What got the most likes or the most comments? Even if it wasn't a blog post, maybe on social media, you posted something and it got a lot of great feedback turn that into a blog post. I'm gonna give you two examples. Number one, a while ago on Instagram, and if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm Amy Porterfield, but it's definitely where I spend my most time when I'm going to post on social. And a while back, I posted on social about a day that I really wanted to emotionally eat. And I talked about creating my most recent course, Digital Course Academy, and how I was putting together the content and I had all this flood of, this isn't good enough. People aren't going to like this. You don't know how to do this like you thought you did. Who do you think you are to be teaching this? All those stupid thoughts that come up when we're deep into content creation. Even after 10 years, guys, it still happens to me. So if it's happening to you and you're just getting started, it is very normal. Just a side note. So all these negative thoughts started flooding my mind and my first reaction was, Give me food and give me all the food. I wasn't hungry. I just wanted to eat to ease that feeling I was having that I hated. So I wrote about it on a just an Instagram post. And it literally to this day has the most engagement in terms of comments and the most hearts, most likes or whatever. And so that spurred me on to create a podcast episode I did not too long ago about my weight loss journey part 2. So I thought, oh, this my audience really is resonating with this. This is something they care about. I should do a podcast episode where I really dive into some of the shifts I've made because I said I didn't eat today but I wanted to. I said that in the in the post. So then in the podcast episode I talked about the tools I'm using now to not emotionally eat. So see how that one post led to an actual podcast episode? That's how it works. So that's something I want you to think about. Go back to your social media posts. Go back to your Facebook Lives. What resonated the most? And then create content around that. So I'm going to give you one more example If you go back to old content and you see a few different pieces that are really resonating, think about creating content around that, but think in terms of a mini series. So I went back to old posts a while ago and anything I do on content creation like this tends to be really popular with my audience. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to create a three part mini series on my podcast all around content creation. So I did episode 235, 236, and 237. I called it the three-part mini-series on creating compelling content. Kind of similar to this, but not really. I'll tell you about it in a second. So I talked about knowing your audience so you know what kind of content you want to create. I talked about getting clarity around the message with all of your content. And I talked about creating binge worthy content that people just can't get enough of. So it was different than coming up with topic ideas, but it was very specific to content creation. So come to think of it, you would probably love it if you're loving this idea of coming up with a three month content calendar. So after you do your three month content calendar, go check out episodes 235, 236 and 237. I think you will love them. And of course I'll post them in the show notes, but a mini series will help you, um, come up with an idea and expand on it. It's kind of easier to come up with individual topics when you first think of either a theme or a series, and then you expand on that. So anyway, those are two examples that I thought you'd find valuable. And last but not least, I want you to set a timer for 30 minutes and hit Google up for some help. So I'm going to tell you how to perform a very simple search in Google that will likely provide you with plenty of topic inspiration. So open Google and type in something your ideal customer avatar would naturally search for if they were looking for the result that you know they want. Just type it like they would type it. So I'm going to give you an example. How to learn Spanish online. So if you type that into Google, you take a look at the top search results that come up. Google has indexed these in order of most searched and most clicked on. So, you know, these are popular topics. What words or phrases come up? What article titles do you see that you could write something similar, but unique, of course? And number two, scroll down a bit and you'll see the people also ask area. So for example, this is what would come up. How can I learn Spanish fast for free? How can I learn Spanish on my own? What is the easiest way to learn Spanish? What is the best online Spanish program? So can you see how you can come up with topic ideas? Just turn those searches into your topic and even content titles. So number three, scroll down to the very bottom of that Google search page and you'll see the searches related to how to learn Spanish online area. So this will give you a handful of more topic ideas. So search is related to, that's what you're looking for. And then you'll repeat this process with other search terms. So you're going to come up with tons of ideas because the Google is going to give you those ideas. So this one's an easy one, and I highly recommend you just take it for a spin. Okay. So there you have it. As a recap, here are my five favorite ways to come up with topic ideas to fill your three month content calendar. Number one, do a good old fashioned brain dump. It's my favorite way to get started with a content planning session. Number two, survey your ideal customer or search your competitors comments. Number three, create themes. And then from there, come up with your topics. Number four, expand or give new life and light to your own past content. Think in terms of that mini series I told you about to get a little bit more traction out of one idea. And then number five, let the Googles help you. So that one is going to be kind of fun. I think it will flood you with new ideas. Now, remember, Some of coming up with good topic ideas is like throwing spaghetti against the wall and just see if it will stick. Don't be afraid to try new stuff and take risks. You want to be thoughtful during the process, but don't be so rigid that you feel stuck with making it perfect. You'll get better at this as you go along. So. Head on over to amyporterfield.com forward slash content calendar to get your free three month content calendar template that we've created for you. And that's where you're going to plug in all the great content ideas that you come up with, plus the dates that they will go live. I've also got a great social media tracking section in that template. So you can make sure that you're promoting the content that you've worked so hard to create. Remember, you're going to get this work done this week. So in the next five days, you're actually going to create the 12 topics in your template. Now, that doesn't mean you have to write them all out in the next five days, but here's the thing. Once they're in your calendar, this is the final thing you've got to do. Once they're in your calendar, you've brainstormed them, you've chosen the dates, you've got them all there, and it might even take you less than two hours. Now you've got to get them done. And if you want to be like me, batch them. So maybe do six on one full day, six on another. I think 12 creating all of them in one day is a lot. So I would do six one day and six another day. So don't leave your planning session without booking maybe two more time slots on your calendar to do six blog posts, or to write six podcast outlines and record them, or to do six videos, or if you're going to do Facebook Live, to do six outlines to prepare you to do those Facebook Lives. So you need time on your calendar to actually create this stuff. Deal? So you cannot, this will not work if you don't plan on your calendar when you're actually going to create the content. I do not recommend to do episode by episode or blog by blog, randomly, right before it's due. Do not do that. So batching, batching, batching. And that just means you sit down, chunk of time. I'd give yourself five hours to do six blog posts or six podcasts or whatever, or six hours, whatever you need, but do it in two different days. Deal? Okay, so we're wrapping this up. amyporterfield.com forward slash content calendar will take you to the show notes to remind you of these five different ways to come up with content ideas and give you the link to sign up for the free template. And also one more thing, if you liked this episode and you know that you want really good tactics and strategies and not a lot of fluff, then make sure you subscribe to my podcast. Actually go into iTunes and subscribe to this because we put out bonus episodes that you'll only hear about if you subscribe. Plus you'll never miss an episode. It will land in your iTunes library every time I go live with a new episode. So I'd love for you to subscribe. And I cannot wait to see you again. Same time, same place next week. All right. Have a wonderful week, guys. Take care. Bye for now.